Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Goodison Park. Hello and welcome to the post-game podcast to reflect on the perfect response from Everton. The Blues bounce back from Sunday's 6-2 defeat to Tottenham Hotspur with a 5-1 victory at Burnley this afternoon that moved them back up to 8th. It also did much to lift the spirits after what has been a pretty disappointing December. My name is Paul Wheelock, but you won't be hearing too much more from me. Instead, you'll get the thoughts of our Everton FC correspondent Phil Kirkbride, our Everton FC reporter Adam Jones, Blues fanny and Kroll, who I spoke to on the phone after the game, and then every word Marco Silva had to say in his post-match press conference. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Evening, everybody. Uh, Burnley won Everton 5, a emphatic performance and response to Sunday's drubbing at the hands of Spurs. The Blues were in terrific form today. Three goals inside the first 22 minutes. Stunned Burnley, they got one back, but then Everton with two from uh, in the second half, one from Dean and one in time added on from Richarlison. Really terrific response and the best response uh, possible go. I think Michael Silver got everything spot on tactically. He made surprises both in his selection in terms of personnel and formation but paid off and uh, the Blues got back to winning ways. A really important victory, much needed. He said the players had the answers. He praised, he praised the supporters and rightly so, but Michael deserves much credit for the way he uh, he set his team out today. And they played really well. You know, Don't don't strike this off as some sort of gimme that you know, Burnley in the bottom three are struggling. This was always going to be easy. This is a tough place to come. Burnley you know, are well-versed in dragging much, much better teams than Everton, if you will, uh, in, into scraps and into fights that they don't want to be in. They did it all last season, and they've still got much of that same personnel. If not, you know, if not all the same players, they're just going through a very difficult spell. So this is a tough game, but Everton really, really did play well. You could say they won the Battle of Turf more, and that's not always something we can say, especially when you consider the type of performance the team produced here last season. But no, full credit to the players and to Marco for an excellent victory. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Well, a belated Merry Christmas there to uh, all the travelling Everton fans today, and to be honest, presents don't really get much better than that. I was trying to think before when the last time Everton scored five goals away from home was, and I really just couldn't get uh, get my head around it. I think we scored five away to Barnsley in that League Cup game, but that was after extra time, so I'm not counting that one. Uh, if anyone knows last time Everton scored five goals in a 90-minute match, then please uh, be sure to send it in. But, you know, Everton were absolutely on top form throughout most of this match it started off flying out the blocks and I think that was exactly what was needed after what was such a disappointing match against uh, Spurs at the weekend you know you, you just needed to see that sort of fast reaction and it's exactly what Everton did a beautiful cross from Bernard to find Yeri Mina you know he was just in acres of space in the uh, in the six yard box I think Sean Dyche will have been absolutely livid with that one at half time and at full time as well uh, but Mina made no mistake and uh, 
he certainly enjoyed uh, that goal. Look out for his celebration later on match of the day. I think it's quite nice. And look out for Marco Silva's celebrations uh, as well on match of the day. I hope they show them because he was absolutely bouncing up and down on the touchline. He was absolutely loving Everton's performance so far uh, today. Uh, obviously, the second goal came from a free kick. Again, really stupid mistake from Burnley to give away the free kick. And... Luca Dean stepped up and he always just looked confident that he was going to put it in, even though like the angle preferred the right footer, would have preferred Sigurdsson to do it. Dean stepped up, smashed it in the back of the net. Sigurdsson buried the penalty, uh, despite uh, missing one a few weeks ago. So, you know, you can't really say much else about that first half performance. I think it dropped off a little bit towards the end of the first half, and I think that then continued to the start of the second half. And I think that'll be the only thing that Marco Silva will be a bit disappointed about. You know, this wasn't really a 90-minute performance. I'd say this was probably one of like a 70-minute performance. But even then, you know, uh, Richarlison added that goal uh, late on, and obviously Dean scored another absolute belter uh, in that second half as well. So. You know, Everton have really just got to try and take this momentum forward as much as they can into the Brighton game. You know, this is kind of the benefit of the festive period in a sense. You know, you've got that win under your belt now, but you've really not got time to dwell on it. You can, you've just got to go into that next game and hopefully Everton will be able to try and capitalise on this momentum as much as they possibly can. Go into that Brighton game. You know, it's going to be a tough one away from home. Uh, but, you know, try and go into that bet. Brighton game with much more of a positive mentality uh, toward, uh, than there's been for the rest of December anyway and uh, hopefully get the right result The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo I'm now joined by a very happy Ian Kroll, our host of the View from the Gladys Street uh, Podcast, first things first mate, happy Christmas and I bet you feel a bit better after what you, after what you watch today Yeah, happy Christmas Paul um, Yeah, obviously a, a lot better um, after that result today, um, 5-1 against Burnley away, it, it, it genuinely didn't see that coming, certainly after the month we've had and, and you know, the result that we had against Spurs at Goodison Park. Um, I think we thought the next two games at least today against Burnley and Brighton on Saturday were going to be very, very tough. And to be honest, before, beforehand, I probably would have took a point just to, against Burnley today, just to, just to stop the rock, just to just to get points on the board but you know everything and Marco Silver and the players there have completely um, twisted everything upside down there and surprised us and um, what a boxing day for, for Everton Football Club there 5-1 I mean I can't even remember the last time <laughs> Everton won 5-1 away from home and I saw it this week that it was against Sheffield Wed or something oh, like that yeah Kinshelski I think it was Kinshelski scored a hat trick I think <laughs> you know um, like, I don't want to you know start going mental about it, 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 it a 5-1 is obviously a very good result but you know Burnley have got their problems as well so um, keep our feet on the, on the ground with this one 5-1 is a very good result but it's, it's just three points at the end of the day we, we've gone back into the, the top half of the table uh, with that win I think eight I think we are now um, after, after, top, after talking down to 11th after the, the Spurs defeat so um, there's still a lot of work to be done Paul you know obviously everyone knows that um, but like we, we've said numerous occasions that you know we can't you know take the seat too much to heart and we can't you know can't stop uh, can't stop going mental with, with wins like that you know it's, it's just three points at the end of the day and we've got Brighton on Saturday um, away 
tough games in themselves. Leicester have just beat Manchester City there, so no, there's not going to be an easy run in over the next couple of weeks. But that has certainly uh, boosted the mood over Christmas, and I think I think Everton fans deserve that. We've had a, a terrible or solid couple of weeks certainly since Jordan Pickford uh, made that mistake in the derby, and it's just it's been a nightmare to send back. But that has uh, certainly put a smile on my face, and I'm sure it'll put a smile on a lot of Everton fans' faces over the next couple of days at least. Just a quick word about the guy who scored two goals today, Luca Dina. I think, like many people on Sunday, we kind of realised the scale of the task Marco Silva and Marcel Brands have got to try and get to that level of Tottenham. And, and in, inevitably, that talks about which positions need filling. Do we need, you know, a, a striker, a right back, centre back? It, it went on, but it looks like within six months he, he's, he's got Everton's long-term left back in Luca Dina. He's, he's been some signing, hasn't he? No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's shown that obviously over the, the past couple of weeks, what the, the quality that he. That he's actually got and you know you don't play for teams like Barcelona and Roma was it they play for and stuff like that um, for, for no reason at all um, ok he's come to Everton and you know it's, it's a new chapter in his career he started off solid I think in his Everton career you know I don't think he he blew the world away I think he was just very solid in defence and going forward it, you know in terms of his crossing ability it seemed very promising but you know the goals that he scored um, today Yeah. 
held over the past couple of weeks. And I think it's why Everton have struggled as well. You know, we haven't been able to score um, or break teams down or score goals. But, you know, five goals today away from home, regardless of whether it's a struggling Burnley team, you know, you've got to be happy with that. Absolutely fantastic. And I'm uh, certainly going to have a few things tonight. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Oh God, that was a fairly emphatic response to uh, Sunday, wasn't it? Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yes, um, fantastic answer the our the our players and um, and we as a team and the first uh, words to them and to to our fans as well. Not just our players like they answered, but our fans like they answered this afternoon here that they welcome uh, our team when we came in. Uh, I know it's normal because they are always supporting us. But I know how it was difficult to last result for us. And um, we started really well because I'm not sure, because we prepare well the game, our players they prepare well their mind and mentality because here is not easy never to, to play. And like the our the our fans they, they start supporting before the, the, the kickoff our our players was really important. And they deserve the three points and this win and and our players as well. How important was it to, to respond with such a, an emphatic performance and it was an emphatic performance. Um, the performance was uh, uh, was good, in, really good in some moments the match. Uh, in the other moments it's not easy to play. We know when, when we prepare the match, uh, like Burnley like to, to play in some moments, was really difficult for the opponents to control. Um, many, many challenges, this, that type of direct football and the second balls, they are strong and they are really strong in this moment of the match. Uh, we prepare well, I think we block them uh, really well in these moments, we prepare well our second balls as well. And same moments the game we, we did well, good moments football as well. Uh, of course it's always important when you can score earlier, it's important when you can be effective and this afternoon we were really effective in the first 20-25 minutes like we scored and it's always important after the, a bad result when you can score early in the match to put us more comfortable as well. And for the most part, you didn't need Richarlison, although he came out at the end and scored. What was your thinking behind leaving him on the bench today? Like you know, it's a busy, busy December now, and uh, um, they are they are humans. They don't uh, be machine. Eh? It's not easy for them to play um, all the matches and and matches and matches and matches three and three days every time. It's not easy. We have to to manage um, their physical condition as well. Uh, Richard is playing. Almost every minute of the hour in our team as well, and um, we have different solutions you can manage in this situation. I know how is important for us, but the others are working hard as well. He had a difficult uh, week last week. Uh, was sick, uh, played the tough games against tough game against Tottenham. Uh, wasn't his best performance. Uh, he had some problems, and uh, I'm here to manage his physical condition as well. Um, Lucas Dinho is proving he's a fine goal scorer in Richarlison's absence. No, Lucas is always important for us and for him as well, of course. And he can show how he settled really fast in our club, but in Premier League, Premier League as well. We didn't have doubts when we signed with him about his quality, about how he can settle well in his football, in Premier League football as well. But he's showing his quality, not just his quality, but his personality as a player, his character as well. He's a fighter uh, with a big quality. And after he can, can help us in this type of delivers, crosses, corners, and free kicks as well. 
not just him, because it's something we, we work. Gilf is working as well. Like you know, Leighton has this capacity as well if, if he's playing. And it's important if you have players can decide the important moments of the match. Is that as pleasing a day as it's been for you, given that you've come on the, from the back of a six-goal coaching at home to turn it round at a place as tough to come to as this? The best thing when we, we as a as a team, as a ball club, when we have a, a bad result and tough result for us, uh, the best thing is to play as quick as you can in the next match. Um, all of well, they have to prove that. It's good to have the word. It's all right to have the words, but the players have to prove it, and they've come. They proved. And they proved. They proved. Of course, we achieve a important win, a good result. Um, of course, the, the the our last result was tough, but we we don't have doubts about our, our quality, the personality of our team as well. We had a bad afternoon, and they answered really well. They proved on the pitch, uh, not just our quality, because the game in some moments don't have high high quality, like you you saw for sure. Uh, but our our commitment there inside, our attitude there inside was really really good. Marco, what did you say to them after the Tottenham game to lift the spirits and make sure you're in a performance like that today? I told them many, many things, like you expect. Uh, but uh, one of the most, um, when I spoke to them and we did our analysis, and we did, of course, because we made some things is not normal in our team, uh, I told them uh, they're inside, inside of them and talking to them uh, was the same guy two weeks ago, three weeks ago, they had big proud them and he's the same he's the same coach, uh, believe in them until we can we never give up as a team and we, I keep believing on them. Of course we had, we analyzed, I showed them what we did wrong, the positives we we did as well because the the result was really tough for us but in some moments again we did good things. We were winning one nil, we scored the, the second goal, the two nil clear goal for us and the, the referee didn't give and after when we considered one goal the game changed completely. It's already passed, we already analyzed uh, but they answered in uh, the, the way we need as a team and um, it's important for them and for our fans the, the answer we did. Marco, at the end of the game you went over to Walcott and seemed to be making some, a, a really strong point to him. What, what was the message you were trying to, to tell Theo? This is Theo Walcott. Yes. This is the Theo Walcott I yes. want and this is what I told him. Not just because I saw him really fresh, um, open mind to play, uh, with the confidence I want him to put on the on the pitch as well. And I told him this is T Walcott and the T Walcott we want in our team. Did, uh, did Bernard have an injury in the second half? He like he was maybe Bernard? Yeah. No, just tired. Just uh, I think he's nothing special. Okay. How's Luckman, Marco? Missed the last two games. Yes. Um, um, wasn't able to do the match. Uh, again, let's see the next uh, days. Didn't start training with the with the team yet. Um, possible for the next <coughs> match not be not will be easy. Let's see if he can play the other one. Is Tosin got an injury maybe? As no, well? no, no. Technical decision. Okay. You've been listening to the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.